You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast and radio show episode number 974. As the author of over 10 books and a broad base of experience in mentoring people worldwide, International Leadership Mentoring Marnie Schwedberg shares her practical yet doable success strategies that help guide you in the right direction of your visions. I thought it was a great time with the start of the new year in 2017 to ask her to join us today to discuss productivity and once again give us insights into time management. Marnie, welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. Hey, Richard. It's great to be here, and Happy New Year. Oh, and Happy New Year to you. So for those who maybe didn't hear Marnie's previous interview all those months and years ago here on Critical Mass Radio Show, can can you tell our audience a little bit, kind of a a story about your background that sort of encapsulates your path to where you are today, Marnie? Sure. I suppose that I got where I am today by really having a lot of struggles when I was growing up, and so I, I went through school not really understanding how to read. And it wasn't until I was an adult, a young adult, that I was able to really read for enjoyment. I always had to sound out the words uh, as I was going through. So school was really a challenge for me. I went on then as a young adult, got married and had kids and really didn't want to have them have the same experience I had. And so I homeschooled my kids. And that was a new experience for me and loved that. And then I went on to write a book and I had never done that before. And so I interlibrary loaned over 200 books on the topic I was going to write on. And as I was uh, doing that, I learned so much and I gained a lot of confidence. And I went ahead and published my first book and now 13 books, you know, total with a bestseller in there. And then same thing happened again and again. So started a website, didn't even really know how to do that, started it, learned how. Then we bought a restaurant, had never even worked as a waitress. Uh, then we bought a retail store, had never worked in a retail store. So all of these things that I've done in my life, I've had to really figure out how to do as I'm going along. And because of that, and especially because of the learning struggles I had as a child, I had to figure out how to do it differently from other people. And I think that's been really valuable. And maybe if that's all we have on this show today, Richard, is that if you have a struggle in your life, there's value in it. Hold on a second. I'm going to ask the engineer to... That, as our loyal listeners know, is the gong that says we have a teachable moment here on Critical Mass Radio Show. So can, can, we, can we set on that question for another minute, Marnie? Absolutely. Because what I hear you saying is a very empowering message, which is sometimes, if I can phrase phrase it my way, something that is difficult or a challenge for you is really an opportunity for you to be able to help others who may have a similar or even a different challenge, right? Because you can be empathetic with them. Well, right. And then then there's two, two levels of doing this. You know, the one level is just to survive it. Um, just to get through it and, and be content there. And the other level is to understand later, how did you get through it? What did you learn from that? And how to communicate that to other people, which takes it to a whole new level. And at that point, you really become not only valuable to yourself, but you become valuable to the community. Would you say that your early learning challenges gave you the ability to be this serial entrepreneur and this kind of international mentor to people? 
I'd say absolutely. And whatever your history is, that has equipped you uniquely to do the work that you were created to do. And when I say that, I think, you know, we, we know that when somebody builds a computer, it's supposed to be a computer. And when people put together a car, it's supposed to be a car. And when they put together an airplane, it's supposed to be an airplane. And a computer can never be an airplane or an airplane a car. But you, Richard, me, Marnie, you listener, you are uniquely put together three billion base pair of DNA put together in a particular way. And so, therefore, there's nobody else on the planet there's nobody else that can do or think or be you. You're it. Wow. And if you aren't developing yourself fully to your potential, you, we're missing out. We need to know you. <laughs> we need so, to know what you have to offer. And part of that is your history. So I think of this kind of as an origin story a little bit. But um, do, do you find that by being willing to be vulnerable and share these your challenges that you've had in your past, that in some way... On an, on an emotional level, the people that you're working with uh, are inspired by it or maybe you're given confidence or see something in you that they know about themselves that allows them to kind of face a challenge and hopefully overcome it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think as, as long as we're going to pretend like we have a perfect life and we have no struggles ever and we just always flow through every situation without ever experiencing any pain or whatever uh-huh. people can't relate to you and it's not it's not really honest i mean you richard me everybody has days that are great and days that are not so great right and that isn't the, the that isn't the issue the issue is what you do with them that's the issue and when people can relate to you through this vulnerability and through this and, and i'm not saying you know tell your deepest darkest secrets to everybody you know on <laughs> oprah or something but I am saying, but I am saying that you need to be honest with yourself and with others that you you have a history, you actually have some stuff that is not so pretty that was not very fun, and that really has value in it. Not because it was bad, but because you survived it. We're talking with Marnie Swedberg, and we're talking. She's an international leadership mentor, as you heard her say. She's the author of. 13 books and did you under your breath say and a bestseller in there as well i did and i have to tell you about that because the bestseller came about kind of through the back door so i was just and what i always encourage people to do is you just do the day so it's not like you don't look forward and you don't plan or anything but when you get to the day you just do the day and so what was happening is i was just doing my day and at the time, I was a pinch hit speaker, which meant that for 10 years, I didn't take one single speaking engagement that was advanced planned. I would only be available if somebody needed a pinch hit speaker. And I had reasons for that, but we won't go into that here. Anyway, I get this phone call. It's an event coordinator. They need me 15 days from now to do a seven-city tour and to um, give a presentation on how to write an ebook. And they knew that I'd written ebooks and that I could do this. And I checked and worked out the schedules, and I was able to go do it. Well, as I was researching um, the updated information for this, I realized that I'd blinked and things had changed, and the Kindle had come out. I mean, it was it was a big change Uh-oh. from when I had. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and now I'm now I'm under the gun. Right. And I started really kicking hard doing research. And I pulled a team together to do research. And as I began, by day two, I thought, you know what? I have to chronicle this journey. So I wrote everything down that I did in order to teach the class on how to write the ebook. Well, at the end, it turned out that that was a book. The ebook 
training became an ebook called oh. Ebooks Idea to Amazon in 14 Days. And eventually that book went on to become an Amazon bestseller. Wow. Now, did I start out thinking I was going to write an Amazon bestseller? In fact, no. I was thinking, I was hoping I could get some sleep before I went and did this speaking. <laughs> right. You're just trying to survive the day. Exactly. Do the day. Do the day. So I think the thing that we lose in planning everything out, so, you know, this year I'm going to write a bestseller. The thing that we lose there is we lose the ability to maximize the opportunities that flow to us just in the natural ebb and flow of being who you are, doing what you love to do, what you're passionate about, what you're good at, and letting these things kind of flow more naturally. And, of course, I do believe in setting goals and and thinking ahead, but I also believe in doing the day. Interesting, Marnie, because, you know, I... um I, at times, am more of a baseball fan than at other times. Um, but when I am a baseball fan, uh, one of the things that I know from watching and listening to the games is that sometimes when a batter is struggling, they're gripping the bat too tightly. You know, they're, they're not relaxed in letting their natural instincts happen. And sort of what I, what I heard you say there a little bit is sort of from a business perspective, maybe you bring this into your coaching and your, your leadership training, but kind of be in the moment a bit. I honestly think that that is, if you could narrow down, (laughs) if you could narrow down maybe two critical points here, Mm -hmm. one would be to know yourself, to literally study yourself and to say, who am I? What am I? What am I here for? What am I good at? What What do I love? You know, what is it that only I can do on planet Earth? Can people do that in your experience? I'm not to interrupt you, but that's a really critical point. Do you you find that people can do that, or do they take a little bit of coaching to help them get there? Well, I mean, you can you can have a coach. You can you can get uh, Lori Beth Jones' book, The Mission or The Path, I think it's called. That is probably the best book out there on how to just do it in a couple hours. Um, but I do a I do a workshop on it, and within a few hours, people can really get a good idea of this. And it's not so hidden as much as it is just something that's not you know just not as obvious as the newspaper you know i mean you just have to dig a little deeper for it but it's right there okay. and you are i mean everybody is so uniquely created that it is it doesn't take that long to unearth what that is so number one is know who you are and then number two be present in your moment hmm. i mean that most people waste their entire lives worrying about the future <laughs> or reliving the past yeah, you know, Marnie, that is really powerful insight. So if the engineer wasn't off doing something else, I would say that's another. Oh, well, look at that. He is so amazing. This guy is just go, Paul, go, Paul. So um, he's also letting me know that it's time for us to take our last one and only commercial break of this episode. It's only a minute. It's a commercial for me and one of the things that I do when we come back. I'd like to talk with you a little bit more about what we're, where we left it, kind of productivity and time management. Are you comfortable talking about those two topics? Oh, love it. All right. Mar- Marnie and I will be back after this word from me. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. 
Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi. I told you we'd be back quickly. A great way to stay informed about our guests, our great guests, like Marnie, is to sign up for our weekly newsletter. You simply go to my website, Critical Mass 4, which is spelled F-O-R, business.com, and at the bottom of any page, let me repeat that, at the bottom of any page of our website, there is a box that says, join our mailing list. Simply enter your email address, hit subscribe, and like magic, you'll start receiving our weekly newsletter. That's all we do with your email address, is we enroll you in our weekly newsletter, which has an opt-out feature if that's something you want to do in the future. But bottom line is, it's a great way for you to be informed about the amazing guests that we have scheduled here for Critical Mass Radio Show. And speaking of an amazing guest, Marty Swedberg. Now, Marty, the last time you were on the show, I seem to remember that you live in an interesting part of the country. You did then, I, th- I believe, and I guess I need to ask you, where are you now physically living? Yep, still here. So I am in War Road, Minnesota. So if you look at a map of the United States and you go straight to the top center, there's a little hookup into Canada, Right. And that's where I live. Okay, so since it is the start of the new year, and we're here in Southern California, What's the weather like outside your uh, office today, Marnie? We have had some beautiful days here, beautiful meaning in the, like, 20s. But but it has been really bitterly cold since December, um, way, like, 20 below and, and colder than that uh, degrees. Uh, so we've had, we've had a cold winter, but we've been having a little reprieve here for a few days, which has been great. Good. Well, um, we've had our own set of weather here in Southern California. We're not a weather show. We're not a general interest show. We're a business show, so we need to get back to that. But I just have one question. How do you do business when it's 20 degrees below zero? Well, yeah. So just like in every other aspect of life, you plan for it. And so, for example, there's, uh, a, large, uh, there's a large manufacturer here, Marvin Windows, that hires um, close to 2,000 people. They employ 2,000 people. And all those people drive their cars. And as their cars sit out during the eight hours that the people are working, they freeze. And so they have actually plug-ins for every car. Wow. And they have a team that's available to help people get their cars unfrozen when they get out of work after work. And wow. so you just find for it. You just have to figure it out, don't you? Business must go <laughs> forward. So let's talk a little bit about time management i'd like it you know in the work that you do with people around the world i'm sure this is especially the busy executives and the business owners never enough hours in the day can you give us kind of a life hack on what you do with your clients to help them get control of their calendar and be better at time management well absolutely i start by telling people that the reality is that you're going to spend about two and a half years driving a car during your life, five years waiting, six years eating, 23 years in bed, three and a half years in the bathroom, eight months just opening mail. I mean, life is so full of all this stuff, and you have to somehow figure out how to get your work done and how to get your rest in there and how to do all this. So I have an equation that I teach people that I just love, and it's just three words. So it's results. Divided by investment equals priority. 
results divided by investment equals priority. And when you learn to look at what there is to do today and identify which are the things that only you can do and then look at those things and say, okay, which ones are going to give me the best results for the lowest investment? So let's say that you have a $1,000 results. That's what you've got coming. You've got $1,000 of results coming, but it's going to cost you 100 bucks to get it. That rakes a 10. Whereas if you have $1,000 of results coming and it's going to cost you 500 bucks to get it, that only rakes a 2. Okay. So it makes things really clear. And all you have to do is just identify how you're going to score your time and your stress level. Money's obvious. So you just identify how you're going to score the other things, and then you just look at your list of things to do, and you identify what you should do first, what you should put your priority on, and what you should leave maybe for another day or another month, another year, another somebody else. Right. (laughs) And it really does help you reduce the many, many things to do, you know, down to something that's that's doable. Do you. do you find there's a floor at which you know you, you the return on that results in investment is not a, an acceptable number that you decide that you're not going to do it at all, or either like you said maybe delegate it to somebody well, else or just don't do well, it. That would be the same response, right, Richard? <laughs> That would be that would be what a really smart person would do, right? But a lot of us, you know, there's. There's sometimes internal motivation that is driving this. So let's talk about that for a minute because that's called procrastination. Uh-huh. Right? Yes. So what procrastination really is, is it's the intentional engagement of your brain on a low-priority item in order to avoid a high-priority item. Hmm. So I feel very busy and very accomplished and I'm getting things done, but that one thing that I know is the most valuable thing is not getting done because I just can't fit it in. Well, that's called procrastination. And, you know, there's some reasons there's some reasons for procrastination. Can I go, go into them real quick? Uh, yes, if you have the time to do it now, unless you want to wait and do it a little bit later. No, I'm just kidding. That was a procrastinating <laughs> joke. Right. Yeah, because we could do a commercial or something. <laughs> so, okay, so number one is the yellow light syndrome. So you're driving your car, and the light's green, and all of a sudden you're almost to the light, and it turns yellow. And you know that thing that your foot does between the gas and the brake pedal? Uh-huh. Okay, that causes procrastination in our life. That you're just going along, you're going along good, and all of a sudden something changes, but you're not quite sure if you should slam on the brakes or if you should push push the you know pedal all the way to the floor uh-huh. to get through it. And so a lot of people will choose a lower priority item right there because they're just not sure which one is the high priority item. Okay. So that's back to you know getting real clear about that. Um, number two is free fall. This is okay. Persons in airplane and they're going to do a jump and they've got their parachute but they jump out of the plane and they lay on their back falling down in the sky having a great time looking up it's beautiful they're just enjoying the ride down and they're not turning over Uh. in order to see the ground rushing at them and so a lot of times procrastination is that issue where you've got the ground rushing at you right but you're simply refusing to look at it i'm not going to look Okay, so you just got to face it and say, no, I'm going I'm to hit the ground pretty soon. i got to turn over. And then the last one is a game show dilemma. So, Richard, you're invited onto a game show. Okay. And on the stage of the game show, there's two piles of money. There's a huge pile of $1 bills, 
And on the other side of the stage, there's a huge pile of $100 bills. You're given a basket, and your goal is to get as much money into your basket before the one-minute timer rings. Okay. The challenge is that you're blindfolded, and you don't know which pile is which. So without taking any time to decide about this, you may just go to one pile and just start putting everything in. Right. But if you took a moment to plan, you would divide your 30 seconds equally between the piles. Why? You spread your risk. Right. You spread your risk and you spread your opportunity. Yes. So instead of maybe getting all hundreds or potentially getting all ones, <laughs> How you sad have is a that? 50-50 chance of coming out great because you're going to get equal amounts and so you're going to be okay. So these are the kind of things that can really help us to be more productive if we just recognize why we're not being productive and that we step back and we either push it to the floor, we stop, or we divide it in half and we say, okay, I'm just going to do both of these things. So we have about two minutes left here on this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show with Marty Swedberg. Marty, if, if you could, what I find sometimes for CEOs and business owners and top executives is they unfortunately allow themselves to indulge in things that they enjoy doing that may not be a top priority. Do you have any uh, recommendations for leaders who find themselves having difficulty controlling that urge to do the things they like to do over the things that they really know they have to do? Well, I guess I, I guess I would encourage you to split the difference. I, I guess in that situation, I wouldn't encourage you to go cold turkey and just stop doing those things that you enjoy. In fact, every morning or most mornings, Richard, I do a meme that um, I do a photo and I put some words on it and I put that out to all my social networks. And that is probably not my number one marketing tool. Okay. But it gives me so much joy <laughs> to do it <laughs> that, I mean, even this morning it was like, oh, do I dare to do this? I'm so so slammed today. But it's like, no, I have to do this. This is what I have to do. Okay. I have to. I have to give myself space to be me in the most creative ways possible in order to be me in the most functional ways possible. Oh, wow. We have to work both sides of that brain. Okay. You know, so I would say, you know, the tendency is I'm too busy to live. But if you get there, there's really no life going on, you know? I mean, you just, you really have to say, no, I'm going to step back and I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy this life. I'm going to be busy and accomplish everything I'm here to do, but I'm also going to have fun while I'm doing it. What a great way to end this interview, Marnie. If someone would like to learn more about your international leadership mentoring programs and the books that you write, where do you direct them online to go and get that information? Uh, just my website is my name, Marnie, M-A-R-N-I-E, Marnie.com. And so I'd love to love to see you over there. I think it's well worth the time, ladies and gentlemen. You never disappoint. I you know, rarely have guests back on the show, but with you, um, it's always a content-rich and an, an enjoyable time. The time has flown by here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Thank you for being a friend of the program and a valued part of our community. Uh, thanks, Richard. And you guys all have a great day. All right. Take care of yourself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our engineer for today is none other than Paul Roberts gonging his head off over there today. Our producers are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern, and I'm your host, Richard Francie. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show or the CEO peer groups that I lead, please visit my website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. 
You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 